0: Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech, episode 86, reviewing the Breville Barista Express. So I made it through college and grad school and many a late night paper writing session without getting hooked on caffeine. I honestly hated coffee, the smell, the mess, the occasional whiff of stale java on a colleague's breath when they got a little bit too close. I couldn't really understand why people shout out Upwards of $5 a day to feed their iced mocha frappuccino habit at Starbucks. seemed like a huge waste of money and time and mental energy. And then, two things happened. First, we moved to a tiny town with a third wave coffee shop considered by many to be the best in our entire state. If you don't know, third wave is a term coffee connoisseurs use to describe the movement to appreciate coffee more aesthetically not as a commodity staple, not as freeze-dried Maxwell House that you buy at the grocery store, but rather as a culinary art form worth savoring. And with a place like that just a short drive away, I started to realize that what I had known as coffee, drip brew made from long stale, low grade, long ago ground coffee isn't exactly a good metric for judging the entire coffee habit. The second thing, that changed my view, was that I got a job that allowed me to work from home. Now, I love remote working, but when you're isolated like that, weekday after weekday, you end up being eager for any opportunity to get out of the house and see actual flesh-and-blood people. Coffee shops really are the ideal third place, a place to work, to meet, and to just get out of your tiny home office. But if you're going to take up a table there, you need to buy something or you're gonna suffer the wrath of the baristas. It's rude not to. I started with mochas and slowly backed down the amount of chocolate until I ended up with my now standard order, a 16 ounce latte. Over the course of the next two years, my latte habit expanded from a once a week treat every Friday afternoon to every few days to four or five times a week and sometimes more. And every time I bought a coffee, I would typically also buy a pastry. So we're talking 10 to 12 dollars every time I visited 5 times a week at least. That's what 55 or so dollars a week and that's something on the order of 1400 dollars a year. To try to satisfy that itch without going to the coffee shop, I got a cold brew pitcher and that helped for a while, but cold brew doesn't quite scratch the itch quite like espresso and steamed milk does. Clearly, financially, something needed to change, and I started thinking about picking up an espresso machine. Of course, they are very pricey, even for an entry-level model. There's a sticker shock to even enter that world. And I wavered on the buying decision until two things happened. One, my birthday rolled around, and several family members were happy to go in together on the purchase, And second, COVID-19 happened, and the local coffee shop, the one that I had been visiting so frequently the past few years, it closed. Now, I hope that's a temporary thing, but it meant that I had no other outlet from which to get that latte fix. So, for the past two and a half weeks, I've been the proud owner of a Breville Barista Express all-in-one espresso machine that's sitting on our counter right now. Now I have to admit, I'm still no coffee connoisseur, and this is my first espresso machine. So I can't really speak to the relative value of this machine over some other one. But this machine is pretty much the consensus mid-grade pick. Buy something cheaper, like the Breville Bambino Plus, and you're going to have to buy a separate espresso grinder. The one I have, it's built in. And that, a separate one could easily cost you additional hundreds of dollars. Get something nicer than the Barista Express and you're up into the $1,000 plus range, which was well outside my budget. Maybe someday, but not anytime soon. It's been fun learning the ins and outs of espresso. Grind size, which is adjustable on my machine. Grind amount, how much coffee do you actually need? Again, adjustable via a dial or via manual grinding. Milk frothing technique, volume of uh, water put through, there's all sorts of variables you can tweak. And in general, I like the ritual of it once you have it dialed in. Preheat the portafilter, preheat the mug, pour the milk, grind the beans, brew the espresso, froth the milk, clean the steam wand, purge the steam wand, pour the milk, empty and purge the portafilter, wipe everything down, and finally, enjoy. Now that might sound like a chore or a whole series of chores, but I can run through the whole process in about five minutes or so, and it's fun to keep refining my technique. I've poured a grand total of one halfway decent latte in terms of the art, but it's fun to keep trying. And it's fun to have something so close to cafe quality that costs me literally a 10th as much. Even if this machine only lasts, say three years or so, it stands to save me thousands of dollars over my previous dining out budget for coffee. In the end, it's highly recommended for anyone who's stuck on Starbucks or something better from a cafe or who's really uh, hankering for good coffee in this lockdown for COVID-19. Get to learn a skill, you save time, you save money over buying uh, to-go cups, and you have some fun. And last of all, you practice social distancing. You're not visiting the takeout counter or the uh, drive through window at Starbucks. What's not to love? If you have something that you bought as part of this COVID-19 social distancing experience that we're all going through, some new gadget, some new appliance that's helping you make it through, I'd love to hear about it. Hit me up on Twitter at Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R, or at Careful Tech. Uh, the website is carefultech.net. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.